0: Hey, what's going on there, smelly ones? Dr. Drill here, Making Motivation Podcast. He's leaving the scene of the crime. Listen, I do what I say I'm going to do. I shit-papered my uh, my buddy's car. Nothing that's going to do any kind of harm. Just some really nice, I think it's Cottonelle, whatever, maybe Brawny or whatever the fuck type of uh, toilet paper we use whatever it is it's good let me tell you it's it's strong I was able to stretch it around both side mirrors of this sedan and then bring it crisscross over the hood and the trunk and then finally leave it with a maybe a quarter roll of shit paper perched up on the roof of my buddy's house it's raining seven o'clock at night on mischief night. So, you know, it's all just gonna friggin' shrink up and go back to the earth. All that shit, paper. Mischief Night. Been asking people, been polling them what they like to do. Or are you gonna go out for Mischief Night? I'll ask a few baby boomers. Are you gonna go out for Mischief Night? You're like, oh, oh people still do that. Really? I know somebody who is. I guess you are. But listen. I like to talk shit. I don't want to... I know that there are some bad facets. I'll tell you what, there's the church. All my buddies are in there right now. A lot of friends. A lot of churchy friends. Good people. They just want to worship and sing and do their thing. And so, good for them. I want this light right now adjacent to the church. If I had more shit paper rolls, I would do it. I'd hit that. But I'm not sure what kind of cars people have. And somebody would probably come out and shoot my ass cops will come, who knows. I don't want to get any sort of problems with the law, you know what I'm saying? Not looking for any trouble. I just kind of be a little bit devilish, you know, just a little bit uh, poke a little bit fun at the devil, Satan himself. All right. To me that's what Halloween is all about. It's a celebration of laughter. It's a mockery. Fear mockery. That's what I call it. We're mocking fear. We're mocking scary things. Most of which don't exist. Alright? There's no freaking hobgoblins or ghosts or creatures, you know, werewolves and shit like that. Most of this stuff is stories that human beings made up to scare people, or urban legends, or wives' tales, or whatever, fairy tales from back in the day, the real monsters are human beings, unfortunately, they do some stupid shit, they hurt other people, they cause strife and strike fear in the the hearts of uh, other humans, they're otherwise cruel to one another, there are extreme cases of that, like murderers and stuff like that, but for the most part, we embellish and make shit up, right? All the stuff that people watch on TV with the horror films and go to haunted houses and things like that. I actually read a book. I didn't finish it, but I got the gist of it. Basically, a sociologist goes around and uh, she's she's pretty credentialed. She, go, she wrote the book and she goes to freaking haunted houses and follows people through haunted houses, like the scariest haunted house in the nation, something like that. Or, and she follows people around, looks for their expressions, measures the reactions that they have with stress hormones such as cortisol and epinephrine, and basically witnesses and experiences the charge that one can get from exposing themselves to something scary. I mean, not exposing themselves, um, but... Doing something scary. Why do people do this? Why do they line up for haunted hay rides? Etc. Why do they go on roller coasters? Why do they bungee jump? Why do they skydive? Why do they play paintball? You know, why do people like to do things that are risky, but safe? I mean, like going to these skyscrapers. I got these towers, even on the Grand Canyon, I guess now. You can walk out on this plexiglass, um escarpment and you it's like there's no bottom right but you're walking on glass it's quite safe but it's spooky nonetheless and it it evokes that that fight or flight response that's pretty friggin scary man so why would people turn their attention to that that fear that feeling sensation hormones that under a different circumstance they would be petrified of why do they do that when they're stressed out from work or traffic or whatever it is, those very same hormones are coursing through their system. But now they're seeking them out on their downtime, on their in their spare time. They want to go to a fucking haunted house and get have some ghouls scare the shit out of them. Sometimes, literally, perhaps, you know? Isn't life scary enough? So, it's interesting. I, anyway, I, I think that Halloween is cool. Obviously, it can be taken to the extreme... I've been in some of these Halloween superstores, and yeah, it was got, all right, so you got the cobwebs, great, all right, so you got some fun masks, um, a variety of masks and a variety of outfits to try on, they got, of course, the devil's trident, and um, axes, and styrofoam swords, and daggers, and ball and chain shackles, and you know, headless horsemen, and Freddy versus Jason, and all this shit. And they got some creeps that are in there, too. It's very spooky music. Like, you go tonight, you probably get some good deals on those costumes. And uh, who knows? Maybe I'll stop in one of these places on Halloween, which is tomorrow, on my way home from uh, teaching. Tomorrow morning, that would be the time to go get some good costumes. Load up on them, in fact. So, you know, then he got like the baby with the freaking vampire teeth and the bloodshot eyes. That's, you know, or a baby arm or some cruel and unusual like that. We don't need to see necessarily the gore of it, although some people do like that. I don't know what, what it is about that. But, I I watched all that shit when I was growing up Faces of Death Friday the 13th Nightmare on Elm Street Pumpkinhead Amityville Horror you go into the VHS the movie store all these little titles sandwiched into one another in the horror section just like books in a library right? and it's all jammed in there, and you run across this movie, huh, let me look at that, so you look on the back of it, it smells like paper and plastic and whatever, the carpet in the facility, and there's people all sandwiched in there, sometimes folks are minding your business, you know, seeing if you're picking up any softcore porn or whatever, it's interesting, the whole thing is interesting, so I like Halloween and mischief night. I'll tell you a quick story about mischief night. I've been telling some of my patients there, me and my buddy Rocco back in the day. we would go out egging houses, and a good strategy for that is you go let's say you know you're in a you're in a neighborhood or whatever, so you got different streets and you got front yards and backyards, and the next street over, so you throw the eggs if you you got a house that's going to be your target. You go on the street behind it, and you friggin' wing that egg, and maybe hit the house, maybe hit the door, um, and you, usually we didn't stick around. We didn't stick around to see where the eggs landed. Maybe the next day we'd ride our bikes by somehow and try to see what kind of impact they had. But you know, throw some fucking eggs. Usually they don't do you know don't do any harm, right? I remember my buddies. You know, we're all driving age now, probably in our 20s. And some kids popped out of the woods and threw eggs at his... My buddy's uh, Ford Probe it was a teal, really fancy-looking car. And they hit his car, and they scratched the paint, on shit. They found these kids, and they beat the shit out of them, chased them into the woods. They picked, you know, they threw eggs at the wrong car. <laughs> I got fucking... They paid the consequences, right? Um... So we never throw eggs at cars. Sometimes in the winter we would throw this is crazy and stupid, right? We would go down to the to the Garden State Parkway and, you know, all these you know going through the pine barrens, we would throw snowballs at cars driving by. You know, cars going seventy miles an hour or whatever. We would hide in the woods and throw snowballs at the freaking cars in the parkway. Ridiculous. Stupid. And I think somebody probably broke a window or caused somebody to crash and die or something horrible like that. Somebody always takes it too far, but I did that a couple times. But the funny one is when, you know, so we would go out, we'd get a knapsack, we'd fill it with some toilet paper, you know, four or five rolls of toilet paper, you can never have too much of that. you got to throw it up over the power lines. In order to do that, there's a technique you would hold with your free hand, my left hand, You hold the the end of the shit paper. Hopefully, you got some good material here, and you get a little slack, and then you throw the toilet paper roll up over the power line, and you got to get it. You got to be good. You got to get this um, arc, make it arc up over the power line so that it hangs, and then it it sags to the ground. So you basically double it over the power line or a tree or a car or whatever, right, so we would do that, four or five uh, rolls of shit paper, and you get yourself some Barbasol or other um, spray fucking uh, shaving cream, put that over cars or mm, driveways, that'll last, it'll hang out there on the road for a while, unless it rains, So that's cool then you get some eggs a few cartons of eggs and silly string uh, I think it existed back then so we probably would use silly string and that was about it you got your ammo you go out there my parents said all right you're not going out just you know wherever you want just do it on on our neighborhood do some toilet paper and good so we'd sneak a few eggs in there too and that was like the mischievous thing to do is grab some eggs because eggs really made a mess, right? And we wound up throwing them at each other, maybe throw them at a couple houses. If you had some left over, you would try to throw them at each other. It was just kind of like a, a devilish thing to do. Just up to no good, but in a relatively harmless way. <clears throat> I'm sure if people took it too far and, you know, in the cities and stuff, you hear about things called Hell Night where they would fucking light cars on fire and beat people up and stuff. No, okay, it's none of that shit. Fucking th- throwing toilet paper over a power line. So, me and Rocco were out there roaming the neighborhood with our knapsacks during daylight and thinking we're cool because we're going out on mischief night. But our parents, especially his parents, were not going to let us go out full-fledged. So, we take a, a purse, somebody's sister or mom's old purse, and we threw it in the road like a relatively well-traveled road, but not a highway or anything like that. Just a freaking community road, and there's some woods adjacent. So we threw the purse in the middle of the the street and tied some fishing line to it. Backed up into the woods and just hid there. Made sure that the fishing line was not was well concealed. You know, couldn't see where it was going into the woods. And when people would stop their cars to see, oh, somebody left their purse, somebody must have dropped it, oh, you know, we'll return it to the owner, or let me fucking, somebody else's stuff, let me rifle through it and see if there's any money or whatever. People kind of enjoy, when they find something that's somebody else's, they'll take liberties with it, you know? It, there Hopefully will be a strong sense of duty to uh, return it to the owner. I think most of us feel that way. Because we wouldn't want to lose our wallet or our purse or our phone or whatever, right? But some people, there's a percentage of the population that will steal your shit. Yeah. so whatever the case, somebody's going to pick the purse up and they're going to look inside and try to find out whose it is or what's inside. So we took some dog shit and put it inside the purse so that when the person would open up and peer and look inside, they would fucking... They would... They would be like, oh, whose purse is this? I wonder if it's somebody who lives around a corner here in my neighborhood. Oh, my God, it's dog shit. And then they would see, we would give a little yank, maybe, on the purse. Or, if they get out of their car and they stooped over to pick it up, maybe we would just give a tug on it. So then he would be like, ha-ha, you kids, it's a prank. Look, Jane, wife's in the car, you know, some friggin' 1970s, 1980s. Sedan, like a freaking Buick Regal or something like that, some grandpa car with the curb feelers and all that shit. Right? They pull over. Hey, look who it is, Margaret. Kids hiding in the woods. And depending upon who it was, we'd have to. They'd shake their fist at us, and we would have to run away, or we would just stay put. We we decided after a while it went over very well. A couple old-timers stopped to try to see who it was and pick it up. Ha-ha, you kids. Get out of there, kids. Don't get... You're, you're going to get hurt. No, no, no. All right. And then somebody comes by in a monster truck, you know, jacked up. woodsmobile with friggin' 35-inch Super Swampers, you know, Chevrolet, piss-on Ford sticker on there. Blah, 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 blah. They roll up. They put it in park. They jump out they pick it up, and they look in it, and there's fucking shit in there, there's some young guy, like a 20's or 30 year old guy, he takes it, and he like, he he looked at where the fishing line was leading into the woods, and he took it, and he freaking winged it at us, like full, you know, full throttle, fucking assholes, he threw it at us, and we'd laugh or whatever, run away, through maybe he was going to beat our ass, whatever, just having a good time, you know? trying to think what else we might have done on Mischief Night. I might have mentioned uh, in previous podcasts, my buddy, we were walking, well, maybe on the same day, we were walking around the neighborhood and this, this guy was a real bully in town. Uh, I'd be surprised if he was even alive at this point, but I hope he is. I wish him well. He was driving by in like a little Dotson, Datsun, you know, driving in shot, riding a shotgun position in this little Datsun 210 piece of shit car. And they, we saw him, and then they freaking take a turn. They come back and get us, and he hangs out of the passenger side window and wings it. Hits my buddy Rocco right in the fucking chest. Oof. Once again, part, I apologize if I already told you that story. Pretty funny. This is New Jersey. This is the Pine Barrens. This is kind of tradition. Not hurting anybody, having a good time. So if you go out for mischief night, be careful. Um, don't do anything that's going to hurt anybody or it's going to cause anybody a loss or a major clean up just going out to have a little good time you know what I mean I would probably go out with my kids and put some shit paper even on our own little evergreen trees uh, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody gets my office or the house or whatever but I think it's funny I think it's a nice little prank to play on others on this eve of Halloween, maybe tonight, if I, if it's if I can find it, I'll watch The Legend of Sleepy Hollow with Ichabod Crane, the poor dorky schoolmaster with a gigantic thyroid cartilage bulging out of his neck skinny, knowledgeable Dorcas and Brom Bones, that friggin' bully comes around and meets him on that bridge and scares the shit out of him and his horse and Hits some of the flaming pumpkin and killed Ichabod Crane. It'd be cool if there was a sequel to that where Ichabod takes revenge, you know? Maybe he did. I'm not sure how that ends. Well, they didn't even know. Ichabod uh, I think that <coughs> Brom Bones was the Headless Horseman. And he did not like Ichabod because he was making off with his girl or something so he killed or frightened or assaulted Ichabod Crane which is not very nice inappropriate and today he'd be probably locked up so don't do anything like that, be an Ichabod don't be a Brom Bones (coughs) wait a second Yeah, Brom Bones. I'm thinking of... The, uh... Disney flick... The Beauty and the Beast. Very similar guy. Not Brom Bones, but I'll tell his name. Gaston. Gaston and Brom Bones are basically the same freaking character. Big, handsome, muscular bully. That... um, Very jealous and resentful. Whatever. So, love and respect... Happy Halloween. Careful on mischief night. Uh, Be safe. And take care of one another. Stay motivated.